tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. I am going to, after studying and seeking God over this topic, yes, it building my faith to rejoice, be glad in what God is doing. And uh, as we studied yesterday about the, 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 the case here of Lazarus, Martha, Mary, it's a practical thing. There, there is, it's very practical. This was real, a real occurrence, Pastor Diana. Mm-hmm. This was a real occurrence. This was not a parable. This was not a symbol, symbolic teaching. It's a real occurrence. Well, we know that because the Bible said there was a certain man sick. Give us his name, Lazarus. Give us his town, Bethany. <laughs> this real. Those are real. And he give us, he has two sisters. He gives us the name of those two sisters. So everything here is practical. It, it's as if it's happening right now in our time. And they're explicitly <laughs> yeah. explaining the relational component Come of on. it. Because a lot of times it is, oh, he went to the multitudes, he yeah. healed the multitudes, yes. and there was not a established relationship. Right. So here they're emphasizing the established relationship. relationship. So he worketh. Situations may come up. You have a relationship with God, situations may come up. But as long as he's in the boat, as long as he is present, he is more than able. That's a good point you bring on, on this Tuesday morning. Here in, in John, it points out the relationship in this case. It was not in a generic crowd of people. This was a special uh, case with Mary, Martha, Lazarus, Hazawad a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus Christ. And he loved them. And he loves them. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, and he loves them. Mm-hmm. And they had took their position, Mary, who, Come on. who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and yes. wiped his feet with their hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So they're showing the times of worship. They're showing his love for them. Yes. Lord, behold, he who you love is, is sick. sick. So sometimes people think, or we may get the impression, oh, if we sit, God doesn't love, love us, us, or he yeah. forgot about us. Come on, or if bring that point going, If something's not going right, right. Well, God doesn't love me. He doesn't, he doesn't care about me. No, that's not so. No. Things happen. Pastor says life happens. Happen. Yeah. But as long as we have Jesus with us, we know everything is going to be all right. And it makes it, you know, you remember Job, mm-hmm. the case of Job. When Job got sick, what did Job friend says? Job, you said, <laughs> what evil have you done? You're not supposed to be, if you were close to God, Job, this thing would not come up on you. So they, they were accusing Job of some evil that he done. Here in this, in this, uh, uh, on this chapter, chapter 11, here in this situation, Mary, Martha, Lazarus have a tremendous relationship with Jesus. Yet, sickness came. Mm-hmm. So you and I can have a great walk with God, a great relationship with God, and still get sick. Mm-hmm. Still something 
happen. Life happen, man. A, a bad disease can plague us, our body. That doesn't mean you weren't praying enough. That, that did not mean you weren't living right. It just happened. Lazarus here was living okay. He's close to Jesus, yet he's sick. But this sickness, Jesus knew the will of God for this sickness. He knew it because he says this sickness is not what? Unto death. death. But for the glory, glory of God, God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Yes. So God going to get the glory through it. What's going on in your life on this Tuesday morning? What is it going on in your life this Tuesday morning? Could it be something is happening in your life that you don't have no understanding and you need to hit the pause button right now? I encourage you to hit the pause button and find out what is God's part in this. Is this the will of God? Is this to teach me something? Is this to bring glory to God? We need to hit the pause button before we cry, oh, poor me, oh, my. <laughs> this Whatever is come upon us, let's find out God's will for our life in this situation. And Jesus had to overcome a few different things. And just going in, because in verse um, 7, it tells us, Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go to Judea again. again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and you are going there again? So this place where Lazarus was, the place where Mary and Martha was, it wasn't a welcoming place right. for Jesus. So he had to overcome that, the potential fear of man and the circumstances in order to, to go yeah. to them. So he makes a decision to go. He says, no, we're going. There's nothing that's going to harm me as I go to do what God has assigned me, what God has called me to do in this time to bring him glory. So when we go into situations, we just must know it, that God sent us. Be assured if God sent you. Don't If you haven't been sent, don't go. Right. But if you know that he sent you and that he's brought you there in order for him to get the glory through that action, through what has taken place, then, yeah, there's no reason to fear. Go forth. And then Jesus says, and on this Tuesday morning, we need to see this. The disciples they were looking at the natural mm -hmm. situation. You know, they don't like us. You know, they want to kill us. So why are we going there? There's a reason for them to go. What was the reason? Lazarus is what? Sick. That's it. What is the reason? His sickness should bring what? Glory, Glory to, to God. God. This happens says, why we want to go there? We don't need to go there. These guys will stone us. Jesus had a greater purpose in risking his life and the life of the disciples. And if you look down here, then in verse 9, Jesus enlightened them. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? Yeah. If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, stumble. because he sees the light okay. of this world. So Jesus, he said, 
We're going to go with light. We will not stumble. So you give the analogy. If you're walking in a day, there's light all around you. You see clearly where to go and where not to go. You won't. If you walk in it in the day, you and there's a ditch there. You're not going to walk in that ditch. You can see it. So Jesus says, we got we have some what light, light. here, because we are not walking in the night. There's a difference between the night and the day. The night bring darkness, mm-hmm. and when one walk in darkness, he was stumbles. stumbles. That's verse ten. But yes. if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is, is not, not in, in him. him. Oh man, we could stay here for a whole month. And teach us these two verses. Because the Christian, we are born again. Jesus says to Nicodemus, except a man be what? Born again? He can see he walking in darkness. So Jesus, oh, hallelujah. He says, if a man is not born again, he's going to stumble. He cannot see. But one being born again has light. What is light? The word of God. The word of God is light. We walk by the word and not by our sight, not by our feeling. David gave us a, a insight in that. In Psalms 119, David says, The entrance of your word, O Lord, gives light. When the word, when the word of God enters your life, my life, we know what to do. We know what to say. We know what where to go. Because that word is the guiding light to our life. David in the same Psalms 119 says, your word is a lamp and a light unto my path. So here Jesus is talking about, we are guided by what? Light. And he had the light of the purpose for the trip because verse 11, John 11, 11, he says, these things he said. And after that, he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake Wake him up. up. So he knew the purpose. He knew the assignment of what she was going forth for. So he was sure in that, operating in the will of God, the opinions, the opposition of the people that were there were not going to be a deterrent to him because he knew that he was going on a specific assignment. His assignment was to go wake up Lazarus. Yeah. Hold on there mm-hmm. because we, we got to teach this now. And I'm getting in that teaching mode now. Okay. What did they tell Jesus? The message came to Jesus in there and says, Lazarus is what? Sick. Not sleep. Mm-hmm. That's what they told Jesus. Yeah. That Lazarus, your friend, is sick. Mm-hmm. Not sleep. So come and pray for him. Now, Jesus tells the disciple in verse 11 that these things he says, and after that he says to them, our what? Friend. So it's special. Not Lazarus. There's a clarification here, Diana. Mm -hmm. We see that. Friend. Attached to what? Lazarus. Our friend. They know. Not only Jesus' friend, but the disciples. They know who Lazarus is. So here, Diana, there's a close relationship here. And he's telling the disciple what happened to their friend. He says, our friend sleep, but I go that I may what? Wake, wake. him up. So let's go wake him up. 
He's sleeping. All is well. And, and, and if you say somebody's sleep, you don't worry because you know they're going to what? Wake, Wake up. up. <laughs> if you, uh, oh, he, he's sleeping, you know? What happened to Robert? He's he's sleeping. <laughs> okay? Can you wake him up for me? I need to talk to him. Okay? So there's a difference between he's sleeping and he's sick and he's dead. Okay, go ahead, Dan. Verse 12, then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, yeah. he will get well. Yeah. However, Jesus spoke of his death, yeah. but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest and sleep. Yes. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is, is dead. dead. Oh, come on. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Okay. So here, in our language today, in, in our time, Diane, we use these two words, sleep and dead, simultaneously. We could use them. Because when somebody is dead, we says that they, they, they're rest. In peace. In peace. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we says today, we says rest in peace. We mean the person is dead. But that's simple. If we use that rest, I don't use that word lightly. Rest in peace means you will what? Wake up back. And we're going to talk about that. If you're resting, you will wake up. If you're resting, you will wake up. Yeah, go ahead. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Whalen specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Whalen Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit whalenduff.kw.com. Whalen Duff with Keller Williams. Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold.